doesn't it? I can't hear it. If it sounds rude, you should get up and check it because I don't, I can't hear it. Yeah, it really does sound weird. Trying not to talk so much. It's not working though. I didn't say nothing about no J-Lo action. I was just talking about J-Lo watching the show. But you talking about some J-Lo action. Um, I'm thinking our, our terms are not. I, I'm thinking that you should stop talking. Totally <laughs> A little J-Lo action. Sorry, I've got to fix my comforters. Wow. All right, then. I just washed All right, so what are we doing now? What do we want to, what do we want to talk about today? Oh, I got plenty to whine about. I'm just not going to whine first thing in the morning. I could whine. I could whine about you know the cold. Your prime whining time is at night. Is it in the afternoon? Why? The accumulation of and you have wine. You're unwinding with wine. Unwind with wine. See, you can't unwind when you haven't wound up. Know what I'm saying? You got to get up to get down. All right. So, uh, what, what, what are we doing? I don't know. Do we need to do a, a list? Oh, Lord. I don't know if I have the strength. Let me go check my list. I'm ready to be finished with them. Hmm. 
My next uh, four, I think, all go to, oh my, maybe five, six. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five of them all go together. I must have been on a roll that day. I must have been kind of angry-like. Oh, mine were some angry ones. So? So? Are we doing a list? I guess so, but I must have been pissed off this day. P-O'd. P-I-E-S-T. Lord. Claude. <laughs> All right. Well. Oh, God. She's moving again. Did it dong, though? No. It just went. <laughs> okay. That's and the poor and the poor the poor listener has got to deal with the fact that you just, you know, moved my microphone move, move stuff around to my face. You got to do better than that. Sorry about that, people. Fly, eagles, fly. Fly away. Super Bowl, as my wife says. L-I-I. L-I-I. So terrible. <laughs> so terrible. L-I-I. What is L? I don't know. See? This is, this is, this is, this is 30, education 40. in America. Oh, my. I don't know what it is. Oh, boy. 30, 40. Do you know if L was actually 30? <laughs> that means the Super Bowl would be younger than you. <laughs> Do you really think that's the way? <laughs> What's going on there? It's 52. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's so terrible. It's like, you got to do the logic thing. It can't be 30 because I'm not older than the Super Bowl. Right. Because <laughs> you are definitely old. Shut it. All right. So, the list. Are we looking at the list? Go ahead. You get to start today. All right. Here's the list. I think, I, I, I think the last time I touched on this a bit. So... I'm just going to read through them, and then I don't know if there's anything else to say about them. So here we go. <clears throat> if you want me to participate, you must, me, must include me in the planning process. Next, you must plan. Organization Next, will set you free. You must learn the word cooperation. You telling me what to do is not cooperation. If I am working as a, quote, foreign expert, why don't you ever listen to me or take any of my ideas seriously? Last one. If you treat me as if you don't need me, then why did you hire me? All right. There you go. I don't know if there's anything else to say about that. I have honestly. two that piggyback on that. All right. Go ahead. Putting something in a contract and expecting us to follow it, but you don't have to, is wrong. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me that you will pay me for overtime and then refuse to pay me for the hours I have worked over my contract. Hours. Okay, these are not piggybacking. That's, yeah. No. Right along with not, no, thing. no, no. I'm talking about planning, cooperation, working together. You're talking about pay. You're talking about money. Deceit. You're talking about money. 
All right, so here are mine. I must have had a really bad day at the mall. What? Wait a minute. You wait. What? what? Wait. We haven't. You haven't done anything with the last seven we just came up you with. You just said there's nothing to talk about. Is there anything to talk about? Is no. there anything? Ooh, the peanut gallery about to get the stare down. My foot in your... So. What do you got to say about it? Because it's all true. It is all true. Not a thing. All right, so we're, we're, we're basically focusing on, on China. So, Chinese people, the planning process. I think, I think the biggest problem here is, is really a communication issue. No. Yes. It's the lack of planning. Issue. No, no. That's not the issue. That's your issue. My issue here is in that they will not communicate with us when they are planning. So when they're going and doing something at, say, quote, like I'm, of course, a teacher at a school. So I'm at school. They don't come to you and say, we're trying to, uh, trying to do a thing. Let's sit down and work on this together. What they do is they go make a plan, come to you and say, here's the plan. You must follow it. Yeah. And then expect you to just be all in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Knowing that what they've done in many ways, it's just not a good plan. It's not a good approach. It's not a good plan. They didn't ask your opinion or ideas on it. So you don't agree with most of what they're doing, but you're supposed to go along with it. That's what I was having a problem with. Yep. So if, and, and maybe, maybe the problem that's a lot of people want to say, Oh, it's cultural. And I think, yeah, it probably is because managers tell their underlings what to do in China. Yeah. You see, so teachers don't really have a say in what goes on in their classroom with the students. They don't, they don't discuss, right. they just are told and we don't come from a place where we're just told. No. Go do this. And then well, you just jump up and go do it. And we're also, we don't come from a place where, for example, in China, teachers are expected to perform like monkeys in a circus. They're expected to sing and dance and, you know, and they might give you 24 hours notice. Oh, we're having this dinner. You And you've known about the dinner for two or three days, but we're having Four this dinner. Months. Right. And we're having this dinner and we, we want you to perform as a group tomorrow. So figure it out. Whereas the Chinese teachers have been practicing for months, several hours a day. And they think the foreigners just, you know. Okay, but that, that goes to a different narrative. The narrative there... That's being expressed in those actions. Lack of communication. Nope. Lack of planning. Nope. Lack of respect. Nope. What? Foreigners are not as good as us. So if we give them less time to come up with something, it's not going to be as good as what we've been practicing. Right. So then when we go and do our thing, we look better than the foreigner. That's what they're expressing when they do that. It's right. like the meeting that we went to uh, back in Wei Ming, where they told us, uh, just come and talk about what what you've taught this term. Right. And we walked in with that in, the exact information. What you wanted but to then, change is what, 
that's what you had to do. Oh, uh, yeah. What it, Basically, it made us look like the complainers. Right. And then the Chinese teachers all had glossy looking PowerPoint presentations about all of the good things that they had done. Yep. So it made them look really good, made us look like we were just sitting there complaining. Yeah. And that was the narrative that they were trying to push. So understand that I, I, in talking about these things, I'm dealing with the fact that cooperation is not a thing that's on the table. I have tried so many times to meet with the other head teachers, to meet with the teachers. One of the biggest obstacles to meeting with them was their fucking nap time. Yes. Okay, that's what got in the way of it because we didn't have another time when all of us were available to actually have sit-down meetings once a week. They wanted, and they couldn't give up their nap time. They wouldn't give and up their nap And my problem is... Maybe that's where the problem is. Yeah. You and your nap time is the issue right. that you don't want to give up because most of you are not sleeping. Right. See, that's where I guess I have the biggest issue is don't tell me that you need nap time because you work so many hours, which they have way more hours than us. They have to work so many hours, but then nap time comes and my internet slows down because all of you are on the internet. Right. It's like, I'm sorry, but if you were actually having nap time, you would be asleep and my internet should get faster. Yeah. Okay. Not slow and to a then trickle. when you talk to other Chinese people, it's like, what are you guys doing during nap? Oh, we're all coming together and playing these games online together. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Right, you can't do the meeting because right. you have to have a nap time. Yep. When, and so then planning reality, and cooperation all goes out the window. They don't really want to have a meeting. They don't, they don't want to cooperate. And every they don't group, want to collaborate. Every head teacher that I've had, I've had, I'm on my third one now. They've all had the same response to this thing. And it's like, I'm sorry, but we're working. We're not, we're working, but we're not in class. We're available. Right. You know, I, one day out of the week of you missing an hour or so is not going to kill you, but it would give us the opportunity to know what's going on, what's coming up, allowing us to plan for events, working together. Yeah. You know, but they don't want to work together with us because their management sees that as a negative. Right. You know? Yep. And I... It's why one of the reasons why I'm leaving China. Yeah. You know, it's one of the reasons why I can't stay here in this system because they do not want parity. They don't want cooperation. Right. They want to tell the foreign teacher what to do, just like they're told. Yeah. And then they want us to just do it. Yep. It's like, uh, no, we don't operate that no, way. No, I can't. You I know? can't even... If you walked to my class and said, you must do, I'd be like, okay, then I, I must leave. Right. Because I can't, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it. A, I might be able to tackle some of the things that you're doing if they make sense for my class and my classroom. Right. But I'm not going to just do it because you just walked in here and said, do this. Right. You know, it's like this whole piece of paper thing that they had at the beginning of the school year. Um, you need to sign this paper. What does the paper say? I don't know. They didn't want to tell us what the paper said, but we had to sign it every class. It's like, 
but if you're not going to tell me what it says, then why would I do it? And then it was, it came down to, oh, you're saying that the class did a good job during class and that everybody was present, but that's not the truth. But they just wanted you to sign it. Of course, the paper disappeared after a couple of weeks of me not signing the damn thing. Right. And then guess what they did? They just had a child sign it. Oh, so they had a child. So then they had a filling out the paper, just lying and filling it out. But they didn't come to you and say, you know, like if they would have just come to us, especially this year and say, we want to keep track of these things. I can give you that information because we're grading based on those things now. So I could, I could have given him that information right every week. And I told him that, but no, no, just sign this paper because the paper was in Chinese. It would have seen shown a signature and then they would have moved on. They didn't want actual information. They didn't want our actual input, excuse me, about the students and about what they were doing. So cooperation is not something that Chinese people are good with. And I have a feeling that I am not the only person to run into this kind of stalemate in how Chinese people deal with foreigners or choose not to deal with foreigners. Right. You know, that so many people have come here, they've run into that literal wall and then they decided just fuck this. I got to leave because right. you're not you're not up to where we are when it comes to team environments and cooperation and working together and mm-hmm. all those kinds. This is not this environment. So if you're looking for that coming to China, you're wasting your time. Right. Don't even don't even think that that's going to be a thing unless you're at some school not run by Chinese people. Right. Like there are some really good Canadian schools that, you know, they pay really, really, really well. <coughs> the teachers stay there for years and years. You know, they recruit their friends and people they know to come and work with them because they have such a fantastic environment. Yep. But those are I work for a company I would never recommend to not one person on the planet, not even my worst enemy. I work for a school that I don't even think will be here in five years. So there you go. Wow. Alrighty then. All right. What you got? You got something? That's all I got for that. I can now stop talking about those things and move on to something more interesting. I think. I hope. What What you got? Okay, so I I must have had a day shopping. So not the shopping. Yeah. So. Speak up. Don't put your hands in my face in my damn shopping cart. Don't take things out of my shopping cart. Don't investigate my products they're on the fucking shelves go look at them yourself leave my shit alone that's my 59 um don't change the math right in front of me i have a college education i'm not stupid i can see when you raise the price Mm, let's see if you have a shop and it's unlocked have your ass in it. I think that must have been nap time and the shop was left unlocked. And I couldn't buy what I needed to buy. Okay. When you see us at a restaurant, don't wait 30 minutes to come back to take our order. You aren't busy. I see all of you playing games on your phone. 
So I'm going to stop there. Come on. Chinese people don't do that. Shit. Anyway, go ahead. That's that's what I have for Talk that. about it. So um, I was in the supermarket. The, and I The supermarket? Supermarket. <laughs> and I had uh, just a, a few items in the shopping cart. And I had stopped to get something. And these ladies decided to investigate what I was purchasing. And they started picking up my items out of my basket mm-hmm. what's the problem what come on what if you want to know what's in there what do you do it, the one woman was literally leaning into my basket face in my basket you should have checked to see if she had a, a, a price tag i just looked at her like what is wrong with you and I really just want to cuss them out. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to be deported. I don't want to, you know, I just need to get out of here. So I just take the cart and I move. It just, it's infuriating. I would never, ever fathom picking up someone else's items out of their cart just because, oh, look it, she's got this thing. It's right over there. Aisle two, go pick it up. Okay, that's it. That's all you got. I've got more, but done? It, it's it's pointless. That was like so, that was like four minutes. Don't change the math right in front of me. How many times have the children complained about the one fruit place changing the price right at the end? What do you mean at the end? Well, they'll get they'll tell them how much the fruit is, and when they start to go get their money, they'll do something else and then all of a sudden the price is higher see that was the thing because those were the other people there was a new guy there that doesn't do that he actually lowers your lowers your price okay so i don't know so they were having this issue where they were being overcharged and i actually had that happen to me one day and i said something to them about it and I haven't ever had a problem again. But the children have also stopped shopping there because they were doing it so often. And I think the whole, if you have a shop and it's unlocked, have your ass in it, was the day I went to go buy light bulbs for like the third time. And the shop was either locked or he wasn't in the shop. And I waited for like 30 minutes and he never came back. So I just said, forget it. I don't even know if I ever bought the light bulbs or if I just had maintenance bring them. And then the whole, you know, getting seated at the restaurant. And they're afraid to come in and take our order. I don't understand why, but they're afraid to take our order. Like, we won't be able to, you know, at least point to the menu. Even if you don't understand our, our words, we can point to the menu and say, I want this one or I want that one. But for what, for whatever reason, they're petrified to come over and speak to us. Ugh. Irritating. Absolutely irritating. That's all I have. That's it? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over here trying to be quiet. Really? You don't need to be quiet. Really? You don't need to be quiet. I'm trying to let you get your talk in, and you ain't even talking. Well, you know, sometimes. You well, just, you know. You're just done with it. It's I'm, like it's like literally been like five minutes. Yeah. 
I'm done. I'm done. I'm done complaining about China. No, you're not. We have a lot of lists to go. I don't have that much okay, to go. Okay, okay, okay. What number are you on on your list? Today you did what? What numbers? I did 59, 61, 62, 63. Wait a minute. You haven't done 50 things yet. Well, some of them... You've been skipping around. Some of them we had done, like, you had done them or I had... I had done that. So you're at the bottom of your list. Yeah. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I'm literally, I just did up to number 30. No. My list is 78 items. Mm. What? Well, I have I need to double up, give you five minutes, and I talk for 25? Is that what needs to happen? If that's what you want to do. Because you, 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 you're disappointing the people right now. Oh, this you one must have been the train. Wait a minute. No, now now you're, you're going into another subject? No. Come I on, was give just, us a double dose. I was reading this, this one. Look, man. No, don't read. What's next on the list? My next one on the list is if you're going to take pictures of me without my permission, turn off the sound. Don't wait for me to look at you and don't act like that's not what you're doing. You talked about this already. People taking videos and pictures on the bus and shopping and whatever. At least, you know, turn the sound off, you dumbass. That was our last one. Right. So see, that's where some of mine I have, you know. So So what are you objecting to, the sound? Just just try to be See. more surreptitious about it. Oh, you want to be more sneaky. <laughs> you know, I already know you're doing it. You so you don't care that they're taking your picture without your consent. F- you just want them to be better at doing it without you knowing. If you're going to try to be sneaky, <laughs> at least be successful. Shit. Be good at being a thief. Damn, Don't be a dumb. Ass. Don't be a dumb criminal. Just be a good criminal. Oh, Jay Leno used to do the stupid criminals. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Because, I mean, I was, I am, I am way more into the, you shouldn't do it thing. Yeah, but the, it doesn't matter how many times we tell them it's rude, it's disrespectful, it's just wrong. They're going to continue to do it. So if you're going to do it. Why create a hostile environment where you're you're pissing the person off? I know, but they're by... not seeing it as a hostile environment because nobody's being hostile. See, I told you that's where... I said they it last time. Rage. That's where the road rage comes in. If they had people that were being hostile, then they would do exactly what you said and they would turn the sound off and they would be better at hiding it because they knew that if the person heard it, they might get attacked. So we need more people doing the attacking so that they understand that what they're doing is not a good thing. Yeah. So that then they are better at hiding. I just can't. That's terrible. I just can't put myself <laughs> in a position where I allow myself to get angry about it. Because I will snap. And that, we don't want that. I can't go to a Chinese prison. That's not okay. And China has a 98% conviction rate. If you get accused of anything, you're going to you prison. You did it. Right. You did it. So I can't do that. I just got to let it water off a duck's back. Water off a duck's back. Poor ducks. 
They eat, that, they eat a lot of ducks in China. See, we did this one already, too. So you're, you're, you're coming to the end. I'm not at the end. Because my next thing is best practices. Oh, Eric, yeah. come on. They see, don't know what best see, practices. That's my next thing right there. I'm sure I could go back uh, up into some of these that I skipped because, you know. I think you need to take a take a closer look because you're not your your list cannot be this this well we talked about some of these already like i have parenting means you teach your children how to be productive law-abiding members of society does it well that's what we have that's what our (laughs) meaning of parenting is is it (laughs) yeah are you sure about that i guess (laughs) i mean that's what i guess that's funny isn't that what we strive to do as parents? If our I don't know. Children, Is it? If our children are not capable of caring for themselves by the time they are ready to leave for college or leave our households, we have failed as parents in our culture. Okay, you're talking about culture, and honestly, that's not a cultural thing. What is it then? No, that's a Karen thing. What? Oh, yeah. That's not a Karen thing. Oh, yeah. That is not a Karen thing. That is a total Karen thing. Listen. I mean, I'm not saying I don't share it. What I'm saying is that um, across culture in the United States, just the United States, that's not a common thing. Most people most people see themselves as I take care of my child until they're 18. What? That's my job. I take care of, meaning I provide food, clothing, and shelter, if I can. In a, in a way that keeps them alive. Once I'm done with that 18 years, I'm done. That has been uh, parenting for so long. Now, other people, I would say maybe maybe slightly more enlightened people see that role as something else. And they start to break apart with that. What does take care of mean? What does prepare for the future mean? All of those things. But for the most part, I would say that we are now just crawling out of the time when people said just literally just paying the bills, keeping the lights on, keeping a roof over the head and clothes on their backs. Clothes on their backs and that's it. That is the parents' job. Okay. No. <laughs> no, no. No, because if you, no, you have to teach a child how to care for themselves. They have to be independent people. Why? Because if they aren't, you're going to be forever caring for them. No, you don't. They get out. And they struggle and they suffer. Yeah, exactly. That's not good. In other words, the, what, what I would say that most people would, would combat playing devil's advocate here. You're good what at that, by the way. What most people would do is they are, they would be saying to you, it is on the child. It's their responsibility no to, to have goals, try no. to achieve those goals. Why would a child get have goals out. if the parents never had expectations for the child to have goals? A child doesn't need a ch- a child does not need parents to have expectations in order to have goals. You could expect your child to walk, but guess what? That child had a goal to crawl over to the toy. Your expectations had no meaning. As a parent, it is your I responsibility. Little, I need a little applause. I need a little applause button. That was a good one. Ooh. 
As a parent, it is your responsibility to educate your child in a way, yes, educate your child in a way that they can care for themselves once they leave your household. I think that's a very enlightened view. I I commend you on having it. I don't think that is across the United States, across Western culture. Okay. My parents were not enlightened. Okay. But I could do just about everything I needed to do by the time I was eight years old. That sounds good. But did they see it as their job as parents or did they just do it? I think they did it out of necessity. See, that's what I'm saying. It's a very enlightened view of what parenting is. I don't think most people see themselves as having that responsibility. I think most people see themselves as being providers for their children. So how the hell are the kids supposed to take care of themselves when they leave the household if nobody ever teaches them? That's the child's If the mom doesn't teach them how to... How to what? Go ahead, say it. Go ahead, gender roles, I'm ready. If a mom doesn't (laughs) teach a girl how to care for her body... How is she supposed to know how to care for herself? What do you mean? How, if the parents don't School nurse. What? (laughs) Their school, what? We never had a school nurse. (sighs) If the parents don't teach the children how to cook and clean and wash the dishes and do the laundry and take care of our household and budget and shop, how are the children supposed to learn this stuff? Okay. One, there is the child learning the things. I agree with you. Children need to learn these things. But is it the parent's responsibility to teach them? Yes. That's, that's where I think you differ from many from the majority of people that have children. Whose Ma- job the majority, is it? The majority of the people that have children do not see that as their responsibility. Wait, what? Yes, the Hold child on, needs what? to know it. So, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. Here you go. You ready? Hurts. Whose responsibility is it to teach children about sex? Their parents. Right. How many parents actually do that? I don't know. My parents did. I knew it long before my parents ever said anything to me about Your it. Your dad was a guy in a No, 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 no. But I knew about sex long before anybody ever even thought about talking to me about sex it has nothing to do with what his occupation was it had everything to do with the fact that i knew how did i know because all the people around me knew oh so whose responsibility is it to teach children and i would say most parents would not answer this question this way but the real answer is their peers no, yep. no, no, hell no. Yep. Nope. How do you learn how to kiss a girl? How do you learn how to kiss? Do you learn it from your parents? Because I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm, I'm not kissing my child the way I would kiss a love interest. It's not the same thing. Now, so where do they learn it from? Whose responsibility is it? See, to teach I mean, them how to kiss? Yeah. See, this is... This is what I'm getting at is, is there are things that I think parents assume that their children are going to learn without their assistance. And that could, and I would say cooking and cleaning might actually fall into that because you know what? It could, 
Not all kids grow up having to cook and clean. Okay? I learned how to clean, I would say, well, like adequate cleaning as a teenager. Before that time, it was pick up. It wasn't cleaning. It was pick up. Pick up your right. stuff. Get your stuff out of the way so that the cleaning could happen. Yeah. And the cleaning happened by someone else. And I'm not talking about maids here. I'm talking about like usually mothers and fathers right. coming in, use, wielding a, a mop or wielding a, a vacuum cleaner or something, you know, chemicals to clean. <coughs> All of those kinds of things. Mm. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm, I have a very realistic view of this stuff. It is not, I would say most parents do not share your conviction that it is their responsibility to teach their kids all of that stuff. It is their responsibility. But that's your personal opinion. No. Mm-hmm. It is a fact. <laughs> It is a fact. I'm telling you. It is a parent's I, job. See? To teach them. <laughs> no. To wash no. their ass every no, day. Brush no, their teeth no. every day. Put on deodorant. Put on no, fresh clothes. No, Pick no. up their stuff. Put it in the laundry basket. Man, please. I talked to parents who said tonight is bath night. Excuse me? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the hell is fucking bath night? And they were like, well, every, they don't take showers or baths every day. It's like, what the What? You're telling me that you got kids and they don't take showers or bath? They don't wash themselves? Ooh, every- you no, know no, they no. pissy? You see? I mean, and come you on. You know that these little girls don't use TP? Look. Bath night. Ooh, you nasty. Now, this, was, this was 2000, 2001. Mm. Bath night. It's mm. like, I don't even know what bath night is. I couldn't even... Every night I is could, bath night I could shit. essentially, when I'm growing up, I couldn't come downstairs. Like, I couldn't... Without taking a shower first, taking a bath first. That was what you did in the morning. You did that first. You didn't come downstairs and hang out. You didn't watch TV. You didn't get something to eat. You came first thing, shower, bath, put on clothes, come downstairs. Okay? So keep that in mind. That's how I grew up. But that's not common. This shit ain't even common for our kids. Little funky people. And not in a good way. Not that P-Funk, that nasty funk. They got the funk. That's what I'm saying. They're allowed to get up, go in the kitchen, eat, play games, do homework, take a nap, wake up after the nap, take a shower. Yeah. Oh, that, no, no. That was not a thing that we were even allowed to do. That's right. Back away slowly. That's right. Mm-hmm. Disappear. But I'm just saying, that's... that's that the quiet. You didn't take one yesterday, nasty. See, that's what I'm saying, and that's what we allow. So, what are we teaching? I I don't agree that people believe that it is their responsibility to make sure that their children can do all those things. I think people, food, clothing, shelter, parents' responsibility. So, I mean, I mean, I'm sure everybody has their different ideas of what that means. You have one very specific idea. I happen to agree with it, but still, most I would say most people don't. 
I would say most of the people that most of the parents of the people that we grew up with don't didn't share that. You mean people don't really want to prepare their children to be successful Mm-mm. adults? Mm-mm. No, no. They want their children to be successful, but they don't want to prepare them to be successful. The people that prepare children to be successful in Western world is education. It's the teachers. It's the, the schools. The parents are the first teachers. How much teaching do you think people do from zero active teaching? Not just we're doing stuff. Not play. I'm talking about really thinking about teaching. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Listen, listen. Stop. No. I'm talking about actual thinking about education, the educational value of the things they're doing, actually thinking about that and then putting into place the things that are necessary. They do lots of Uh, stuff. They do lots of stuff, but they aren't thinking about education first. They're thinking about, oh, why do I take you to the park? Why do I let you run around? Why do I let, why do I buy a Frisbee? Why do I buy a ball and a glove? Why do I buy all these things? It's not education. It's because you should, you should be able to throw a ball and catch a ball. You're a boy. Uh. Yeah. You know, you should be able to ride on roller skates or you should be able to. No, 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 it's not. It's not later. You're not putting a one-year-old in roller skates. No, you're not going to put but you might put a four-year-old in roller skates. Okay. They're still not at school yet. Developmentally, that's, you know, dangerous. But, but they're whatever. still not but they're still not at school yet. No. You see, those years be- before school starts, I would say most parents are just doing things essentially keeping that child alive. They're not thinking about the educational value of everything that they're doing. I don't buy that they aren't doing that. They give them Sesame Street and they give them books and read Daycare. Did you just say that D word? Yes, I did. You said the D word. That's what people are doing. Oh, that hurts. Send them to daycare. Oh, stop saying that word. Care for my child during the day. It's child care. Why is it child care? Because you care for children. Uh, you don't care for the days. No, no, no. That's not my point. My point is daycare means is a was has been currently perceived as a place where people go and they just are held there, right? No educational necessarily, no educational value. But then childcare has educational value. Yes. So then whose job is it to, to, to educate the child? The parent's job. Wrong. Childcare. That's what we pay for. You send them over there. They get this education prior to kindergarten. And that's where you send them. A good responsible parent does not keep their child at home. A what? A good responsible parent pays lots of money so that they get the highest quality child care that they can afford. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. How many how many parents are doing this very thing right what? now? There are lots. Yeah. There are lots. Stay home moms <laughs> who send their kids yeah, okay. to preschool so at three job, years old. Whose job is it? It's parents' job. I'm sorry, but that's your opinion, but... We, as a culture, see it as someone else's job to do that work of actually educating children at a young age prior to kindergarten. After kindergarten, once they get into the system, it's over. First grade comes, it is the responsibility of the state. These children here, they don't even get it at home. They don't even get it before kindergarten they don't get it 
They don't ever get it. Okay, they get what's important to their culture. But then they have these these young people who go to college. Now, this has happened several times where the young people go to college, these young women go, and they don't know how to do simple things like wash their clothes or, you know, even make a, a, a meal outside of convenient noodles. But yet they see someone else who can do these things, things, and they commit suicide because they feel inadequate. Because they don't know and they didn't, you know, they aren't as good of a woman as someone else is because they can do these things. That's a failure of parents. No. no parents should have taught them. Uh, honestly, you can't use that in China. In the, in the West, I agree with you. But you can't use that in China Look, because no parents teach those things. I think that sending Culturally kids speaking, they to just don't do it. school to live on campus at five years old is criminal. Correct. I agree. I, I think that making That's them child live neglect. at school. But keep in mind that their parents may not even be in the same city as them. Oh, I know. I mean, they may be like halfway across the country living and working and their children are in another place living with their grandparents. We had that in Ben Shi. We had that in Thailand. Oh, yeah. Okay, so keep in mind that I, I don't, it, culturally well, yeah, you speaking. You had kids that had their own house, yes, right? And yes. they were little. They were, like, they, were, they were junior high school. They had their own house with yeah. their own maid. And two the maids parents... and two, a boy and a girl and their parents lived in the northern part of the country. They didn't live anywhere near them. Yeah. They didn't even see them on the weekends. So, whose job is it to teach those kids? Parents. No, it can't be if the parents aren't even in the same freaking area. It's still their job. Uh, that's, like I said, that's your personal opinion. I don't, I don't think most people agree with that. I would love I think, to. I bet, you, I bet you if you polled a bunch I'm of gonna parents. I'm going to do a poll. I bet you if you did a poll, they would all agree with you. They would all say that that is a parent's job. Then you ask them. A different way so that they can't preclude that that's what the right answer is and I, I'm sure or or make it totally totally anonymous that they could actually say what a like should a parent teach this should a parent teach that should a, or should the state do it who should do these things I'm telling you most parents are not gonna come out on the side of it's my job it is their job I if, don't I if just our children left our house to go out into the great big wide world and they couldn't feed themselves they can't feed themselves they ain't got no job they can't care for themselves they can't clean up after themselves we have failed as parents okay that sounds great that's not sounds great that is the truth i know but that sounds great i would say that most people do not agree with you what? They just don't. Most people do not agree with that. I, 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 I swear I. How many times have you around you? Maybe not you personally, but you have heard someone say that or heard someone say to their kids. I gave you clothes. I, you had food to eat and you had a house, you had a, a shelter over your head, roof over your head. If you can't abide by my rules, then you must go. Well, I've heard now, that. Now, how bit. much preparation 
was put into that child by those parents. Because the parents saw their job as roof, clothes, food. Like a pet. No, they're doing it for everybody in the family. But that's their job. That's their number one responsibility. The other stuff you pick up along the way. Do the dishes. Can you wash this? Throw this into the washing machine. You pick it up as you go. Mm. But I would say that most people will not say, this is my job to make sure you know this. I think that most people focus on the things that are the basic needs of the child first and foremost. And those are the things that are most important. Everything else, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you'll learn it when you leave. Because a lot of kids, they do learn it when they leave. A lot of, a lot of, think of how many, how many, how many people got to university or got out on their own and threw a red sock in with their whites. (laughs) Okay. I mean, think about it. Yeah. How many people didn't know how to necessarily wash clothes very well? They put all their stuff all just mixed up into one washing machine and just turned on, poured in some soap. I held a, a washer laundry class. My freshman year of college. I'm, okay, well, just keep it. Do you see what I'm saying? Were those your children? No. Okay, then. And I was younger than every single it's, it's, person. It's irrelevant. Their parents did not do it. Why? Big three. Roof, clothes, food. I'm telling you, it's just, you it's, know, just I, it's just our culture. Our culture says... We need to provide these basic things for our children. Everything else is either going to happen from the state or through attrition. They're just going to pick it up. The people who didn't know, back when I was in college, the girls who didn't know how to do those things were the girls that came from money. Okay. And I... That means that... I mean, that, that it doesn't matter if they have money or not. Well... In my brain, it made no sense to me. But then I thought, oh, maybe their mom could just afford to, you know. Do it. Do it or have someone else do it for them. Maybe. That's pro. I mean, probably. They could afford to not have to do it themselves. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, my mom started working 90 hours a week when I was seven years old. So I didn't have a choice. I had to wash the laundry That's or right. we didn't get in have there. clothes. Get, get her done. Your dishes had to be done. You got to cook dinner for mm. everybody and get them up for school. And Okay. But I still do not think that your mother would have answered that question any differently than what I'm saying. Out of necessity, you learn those things. But it wasn't that she sat around thinking about the educational value of you learning these things and she saw it as her job to make sure that you knew how to do them. No, most parents don't go down that road. Educators think about things in those terms. You know, uh, what did Bill Cosby call them? The intellectuals go down that road of analyzing parenting and parenthood and what that means. But regular people that aren't in those two spheres, please, man, you learn how to you learn how to cut open that hog and get it ready for the table by standing over there. I'm not gonna sit here and go through all this step by step stuff. We just you're just gonna be there. You're gonna learn it because you happen to be there when I'm doing it. Oh no! It's not my job to teach you how to do it. It's my job to get it done so that you eat. 
You just happen to be there watching. No, it's I like it's just like um, in a Christmas story. How many times did their father, the father go out and change the tire? Many times. So much that he would time himself. All right. Then all of a sudden, the mother says, Ralphie, why don't you go out there with him? Now, what is Ralphie supposed to do? Supposed to change the tire? Hell no. Has he been taught? No. All he's supposed to do is just sit there. Observe. Is the father going to teach him? No. He's not going to say nothing to him. He's going to hold this. Right. Give him the hubcap. Tell him to just hold this. Right. Take off all the lug nuts. lug nuts, throw them in the thing, and just hold this. Now, over time, that child will learn how to change a tire. The father will impart that information to that child over years, you know, and eventually the, t- the, the parent's going to say to the child, change the tire. Yeah. Okay, it's not, but the parent never saw it as their responsibility to make sure that the child knew how to change a tire. That's the difference. It's a, it's it's how we look at it. Yes, will the child learn how to take a take an adequate shower? Sure. Why? Because they didn't do it very well at some point. And you said, get your ass back in <laughs> Go there. Go in there. You forgot so. Do that again. Right. <laughs> You know that cloth and the soap, you're supposed to use those on your body. All right. What else you got? You got anything else? That it? That's it for today. I'm still blown away that people don't, parents don't know that it's their responsibility to raise a productive member of society. You're blown away as you want to be. It's true. Oh, it's sad. Sad, sad, sad. All right. I'm going to tell you where. Give information to the people. All right. So. Talk to if you would like to contact us, you can reach us um, on traveling at travelingfars at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and iTunes at The Traveling Fars. Uh, our website is thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Traveling Fars. Take a look at the at YouTube and look at our latest episodes of Growing Up Expat, where Aaron and Keegan talk about what it's like to be a third culture kid. And they will be d- uploading today or tomorrow the um, what it's like to live with someone Crazy with narcolepsy. <laughs> What is it like to live with crazy ass parents? Oh, they maybe that should be their next show. What they should, what it's like to live with crazy ass parents. What but, is it like to live as a traveling far? Oh Lord Jesus, it's a far. <laughs> I actually feel sorry for our children sometimes because they'll ask you a question and then hours later ask me the same question and it comes out nearly verbatim. They call it. That's unimind. my job. Call it Unimind. <laughs> now what you just said. That's it my is job. your job. It's your job to educate <sighs> our children and education. Create productive members of society. Society. Mm-hmm. Now you got to ask yourself which society. A global society. Oh, the global society. That's where they. That's what the world that we've created for them. It's global. 
They're global. I don't know about global. We're working on global. I'm trying. I'm, I'm applying. Right now jobs. we've got east and west, and now we have to do the middle. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Mm. What is, mm. I don't know. What are you considering middle? Well, I'm saying we've done the extremes. We've done east. We've done west. We have to do south. I don't want to do north. I'm not talking about the points of the compass. I'm talking about in if you if you did we we've lived in the east. Yeah. We've lived in the west. But then there are all of the types of thinking and cultures that are that are between those two. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Not not looking at the map saying north, south, east, and west. Yeah, don't send me to the north. I'm too cold already. Yeah, but if you were in the north, you'd have freaking heat. At the very least, we'd have a goddamn fireplace. Well, you know. Well, you know. Mexico City this week closed the schools because it was too cold. And they don't have heat in their buildings either. See what I'm saying? But if you don't have heat, you close the building. Right. The See, homes. If have, we had school, we'd be in school right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, Most of the homes that I've looked at have fireplaces. At least one. But they don't have heaters. You can always buy a heater. The problem is this part of the country that we're in now, we're in the most southernmost part of of China. This part should not get all that cold, but there's nothing equipped in this place. So you have to actually buy some kind of electric heater. Right. Or have your air conditioner equipped with heat, which ours is not. And then, you know, you'd have to have that. You have to buy it. But... It's not worth buying it for the one, two weeks out of the year. Except for we've had more than one or two weeks this year. Actually, before I went on vacation, it was in the 70s. But it was still cold in here. But it was in the 70s, though. Yeah. See, it was warm. You could have the windows open, the doors open. We did have them open. And then it dipped down and got into the 40s that night. Well, it's been getting into the 30s now. That's what I'm saying. In the daytime in the 30s. No, no. It's yes. Been in the 50s in the daytime. That's the thing. It's been in the 30s in the in the morning and then jumping up into the 50s. That's why people that's why we can't complain all that much cuz it's in the 50s. All right. So it's 52 right yeah, now. Yeah, it's in the 50s. It's been in the 50s. The problem that we have is inside of this cave that we live in, mm-hmm. it feels like it's in the 40s or the 30s because we have cold Concrete all around us. Yeah. And there's no way to warm it up. And tile floor. Concrete. It's all concrete. Yep. All around. So we feel the cold literally coming off of the concrete. It comes through the furniture. Through everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. All right. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. Peace.